hesitation Got me going crazy Keep it moving, I'm tuned in to True North Racing The podcast that you need if you got the need for speed John Morrison interviewing guests in the industry Short track, stock car racing Gotta get it hyped, Saturday night under the lights Hear the engine rooming by Smell the gas and feel the vibe Going into overdrive Drop the flag, then the car zooming by True North Racing, let's go What's up, everyone, and welcome back to a new week of the True North Racing Podcast brought to you by Jomo Media and Promotions. My name is John Morrison. Joining me, as always, is the lovely Megan Mitchell. Megan, how are you? I'm pretty good. How are you, John? I can't complain. How's, uh, how's your weekend? Eventful. Very okay. eventful. <laughs> Shall we elaborate on why it was so eventful, or should we keep it hush-hush? I'll let my dad elaborate more, but uh, it was it was a good weekend for us. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> emotions were everywhere. I mean, my dad. Uh, I'll let him tell the whole story himself. But um, yeah, first feature he started like fourth. Yeah, because he was outside. Mm-hmm. Ran second, like the entire feature. And like the last lap, Chase is standing in between my mom and I, and he's like arms around both of us. I'm gripping his back. Like it was, it was such a tense night. Absolutely. <laughs> um, so in the first feature, your dad finished second, but was ultimately awarded first mm-hmm. for for the first feature. Um, and the second one, he came home seventh which still is, is, is a great job. You know, 15 cars ish came out. So um, absolutely proud of you guys and, and your dad for going out there. Um, but we're going to, I'm not, I'm holding back my excitement because this week's guest on the show is Rick Mitchell, <laughs> Megan's dad. So we're going to let him do a lot of the talking in a little bit here, but for right now we're going to do just do our little opening segment. Like we always like, like, like we do. Um. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I I love my job. And this is going to sound really weird. I'm going to bring this up real quick. <laughs> the past week, I have been extremely bored at work. So Megan's been a little primitive, primitive to a lot of this information. Um, in our group chat, as I've been uh, kind of sending pictures and uh, letting them know kind of like, hey, this is what, I, this is what I'm envisioning. This is what we're mm-hmm. thinking of doing. Um, and so far, I feel like I've accomplished a lot of it and I'm looking forward to already, like, it's so weird to say, because we're only, we're at the end of August. Yeah. We're still four months out from the end of five, what? Four, five, five, five. Math's not my four, four months left in the year. Yeah, I think so. We got four months left in a year, and I'm already prepping on the 2023 season. This season's not even done. Like, so we've made the decision going forward after uh, after the season's done, we're going to go to every other week. Mm-hmm. As one thing we've kind of decided to do. I don't know how I feel about that still. No. Because this is the Sunday thing. This is this is what we do every Sunday. You know, I, I say, yeah, we're going to be back by eight o'clock. I'm back home by like eight quarter after eight. We start recording. And like, this is our Sunday nights. And I'm like, 
don't know how I feel about having an extra Sunday night. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know what to do when we don't record, to be honest. <laughs> Which is so, because, and next week we're not recording. No. Oh, yeah. I was going to say that. Yeah. I, I, but to be fair, I'm already, I already got stuff planned, I think. I got to double check with the wife. But I think we're, it looks like plans are heading us to go to Paris, Ontario to go to the Washboard Union concert at the Paris Fair. Ooh. That's what it's looking like. I don't know what you're saying ooh for because you were involved in this group. <laughs> okay, so hold up. Last week, <laughs> last week, Megan decides to put out there like saying like, I need friends that'll take, you know, go, go to mini puck, go bowling, this and that. I put down that I'm like, I'm, you know, I'm good. Like, I just need to know so I can plan around because I am a father of two. I have two boys. I can't just like up and leave and do whatever I want to do on the weekends. I have them. I do have to plan around my kids when I have them and it ended up becoming like this whole thing. Cause Dale commented and you know, he just kind of <laughs> went on about like, Oh, you could just, you know, it's like, can't you just like leave them at home for like feed them? Like that's like, no people will get mad. Um, Cause he, he was already trying to say, yeah, he'd, I'd have someone knocking on my door and it wouldn't be friendly. Um, because he was trying to set something up for the weekend that we're all off because the go-karters have uh the track for the 17th right before championship night. Mm-hmm. Um and I was like, we can't go. I got the kids because the Monday we're going to uh the Ontario Science Center with Robert and Mav to oh, celebrate man. Robert's birthday. So we have that going on. Um so unfortunately we won't be able to make it out because it's one of those things I got to plan around. It's just not, um, it's just one of those things I can't do, but yeah, I, <laughs> it, but yeah, Megan, I, I'm getting hard. I'm not giving Megan a hard time because on that same pose on that same thread, I made a comment saying like, but what's everyone doing next Sunday? Let's go. You know, Paris fair has got the washboard union and you made comments about possibly going. So like, I don't know where you're oohing about. Like, you knew about this. I did. I didn't know if that was still a thing, though. So oh, I didn't my God. Be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to that. <laughs> yes, it's still a thing. I got I got I got to just double check with Jacqueline to see if we're going to go. Um, but there's a good likelihood we are going to go to Paris and go to the uh, Washboard Union concert on the Sunday. So which that's already going to make it a busy weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, we got a lot going on next week because next week uh, the Canadian Modifieds are having backpack night at the track, which but that's next week. That's next week. Oh, we're not even there. <laughs> what do you mean you're not there? <laughs> Wait, like this coming, like this coming Saturday, September 3rd. Yeah, we're off. No, you guys are not. No. Here we are. Don't tell me that. (laughs) Now I got to go take a look. No way you guys are off. (laughs) No, bull. I call call BS. Fine, bro, because I looked this up. Oh, my God. Am I stupid? I'm pretty sure we're off. No, this is not happening. 
Prolame. Uh, damn it. Can't you do that one? Oh, wait. Hold on. It's right there. Oh, you guys are off. What the? <laughs> wow. <laughs> I got too many schedules I think about. So. That's Jesus. Okay. <laughs> well, that sucks that you're not going to be there. What do you guys got planned though next week for your off week? Um, nothing. So I'm hearing a road trip to the track. Could be. <laughs> Very well, could be. <laughs> Backpack night, you know. Bring yeah. out your cousins. I know that's what I was gonna tell them. Like you gotta go. Hell yeah! I think. Uh, by the sounds of it, we might be putting my kids to work there next weekend. So, really? Yeah, I think we're gonna make them hand out uh, tickets at the front gate. Oh, that'll be awesome, though. Uh, that's what it sounds like. It sounds like they may be coming with us, uh, and they're gonna help out on the grandstand sides with Jacqueline. So, oh. um, oh man, it's, yeah, we got that going on. Uh, on the Sunday, going to Paris. I really hope we go to Paris. Um, mm-hmm. Have you, 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 I'm assuming because from being down, there, down around that area, you have had to go. Don't, don't break my heart here. <laughs> I have not. I've been to Caledonia Fair, Simcoe Fair, Binbrook, <sighs> wow. Scott Mountain, like, I don't even know where. I, I have not been to Paris. Like, is there rides? Yeah, there's rides. Okay, good. Well, they got not that I'm gonna go on many. They scare me. Oh my god, they got the. <laughs> my favorite one is the zipper. I can't do it. No, Rachel did it with my dad, and I, I just I'll watch. Like about... I am okay with like diving a race car into a corner, <laughs> but like these fair rides, they just scare me. What What about like Spaceship Three Thousand, or Starship Two Thousand, whatever it is? Is that the one where you like? push up against the wall yeah i'm okay with it now but when honestly when i was not medicated for my anxiety it gave me really bad anxiety to the point where i couldn't breathe <laughs> oh boy it was bad but i'll go on it now <laughs> yeah there's a, I, I love fair rides i don't know why it's maybe because i'm fit but um yeah, there's so, there's so much fun. I've been going to the Paris Fair since I was knee high to a freaking grasshopper. I remember. I I don't remember because I'm not gonna remember that far back. But I've been going so far, so far, so long that uh, they have baby competitions, and I was involved in one of them. Oh, you did tell me about that before. Uh, yeah, yeah, I've been involved in that. Uh, but yeah, there was a. Huh? Uh, before we get any further, though, I I want I want to bring up something that happened on Saturday at Flambro. Um and this is this is to do with the Young Drivers Canadian Modifieds. Um, Saturday night during the Oscar Modified uh, feature race, um, there was a uh, incident on uh, I think it was like Lab Thirty, and that involved uh, one of our drivers from the club. Uh, one of the cars did go up the wall into the fence and left the racetrack and hit, I believe roughly from what I'm hearing four people, one of them being uh, 
driver, the number five in the young drivers can be modified group. Uh, Mike pod. Uh, Mike is at the, at the time I'm recording this, he is in surgery. He does have a broken leg in four places. Um, we hope for nothing but for a speedy recovery for you, Mike. I wish you all the best. And hopefully we see you at a racetrack when you're, uh, when you're well enough, but we are keeping you in our thoughts and prayers right now. Uh, get well, buddy. Um, that was scary. I, I saw the video today and that was, uh, that was scary. I've watched it a few times just to have a better understanding about what happened. And, um, each time I watch it, it's just, it, it, it makes me sick to my stomach and, uh, I feel bad for everyone that was involved. And I, and I hope everyone who, uh, witnessed it is able to come out of this and not feel, uh, as I'm not going to get into that cause I'm not even going to try to um dissect anything or get into nothing but i just want to like anyone who was involved in it i do i wish you all the best and um i hope you guys are doing okay mentally physically um because that that was scary and and i don't wish harm on anyone and that was that was scary to watch it was just it was overall like just eerie like nobody had a clue what the outcome was we just knew someone left in an ambulance yeah. and there's so many lights and sirens it was just it was really scary i, I don't want to see that ever again no that, that that was scary um but i i just wanted to bring up that quickly mm-hmm. before continuing on with the show um I, I i was mentioning earlier that uh the past week i've had nothing to do at work and i've and i've done a lot of stuff uh, one of them being, if anyone's seen on Sunday on Jomo Media and Promotions Facebook page, uh, it, we launched a website. Uh, we have now officially launched jomomedia.ca, and it has a list of all our drivers this year, supporters. It's got where you can catch the True North Racing podcast. Um, it's got your news. That'll ha- so our rundowns, our lineups. Uh, that we post about on Fridays and Mondays ish are now going to be moved directly to the website. So that way we can, um, instead of having this massive long post on Facebook, it is now going to be a quick uh, click over to the website, take a look, look and read. And, uh, but yeah, all our drivers who have been active this year are, are, are on it. They have their drive. They have their name, their number, the class they run, the track they run, all their sponsors. So, um, yeah, I, I, and to think that was only, I kickstarted that idea this past week. Yeah. And my mind, I'm like, this is an off season plan. And I just started, I started building just one of those free sites just to kind of get an idea of what I could do. And then I got, and I got so far and I'm like, I think I'm okay with this. I think I could put this out and be happy with it. And so far, besides a couple of minor things I've had to, to adjust, uh, so far, I don't know. Have you checked it out? What do you think? It looks really good. I really like it. I just hope it's, uh, you know, it helps. Because going forward, like, we're going to have, I want to be able to have uh, events that we're a part of. Mm-hmm. I want to have a calendar. I want to have uh, next year, because like I said, I want to do a stock. Uh, I want to have 
merchandise, but I don't want to have it outsourced. I want to just directly here with me. I'm going to have the shop there. So that way we can directly boom, come invoice comes in, ship it out. Yeah. You know, that's, that's the game plan. It's, it looks, I think it looks okay to start. It's going to get, uh, there's going to be additions going forward. Um, I'm excited to see how it goes. Um, yeah, the, it. I, I I think the one the one thing I was really proud about doing was the supporters. Um, I put out there on, you know, up on I put a supporters page up on the website, and there it says the first one I have just because it happened to be the first logo I grabbed, and it was uh, Megan's sister Rachel's uh, design business she has and you know that that was the first one I was like you know what like I gotta make sure the people that I'm working with feel appreciated mm-hmm. so you know for your sister she's she's she designed a whole freaking banner for me <laughs> she's she's gonna design calendars um Rachel if you're listening or gonna listen I may ask you to design a t-shirt if you're up for it. Um, but I appreciate her a lot and because she, she has such great designs and I love what she does. Um, you know, same thing with Lift the Visor. I got Lift the Visor up there. I got Driver Cal, big supporters. They love what we do here. Uh, I have my buddy Brandon over at Vision 20 Studios. He, I got to send him more work. <laughs> yeah. Um, he did the uh, promo video that we did for wow one day painting. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. So he did that one. I sent him the clips that I needed to use and he put them together. Looked great. I thought it was perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have my other friend Taylor to you design. She was the one who has designed our tumblers. Our amazing tumblers. Um, she designed the true North racing podcast logo. She designed um the Jomo media logo the logo i love like i freaking love she she designed that mm. so of course i can't go without saying putting her on the list as well um but yeah if for anyone who wants to be a supporter of Jomo media uh there's a contact us section of the page so you can go on there reach out to us leave if you know if you, if you want to say something about the show there's there's a contact page there's a contact us post at the bottom so <laughs> which I'm excited about. Like I just, it's, yeah, it's, it's dreams coming true for me. Big time. Um, like I said, I I've had to do because, because I'm not having stuff at work. I've had, I've written down like 12 things I want to do. Yeah. I, so far the website was number one. That's got it. You know, there, there's a bunch of stuff on that list. Um, I, I think I sent you it, but like my writing's all crap. So like, I don't know how much you could actually read of it. I could read it. <laughs> so <laughs> come, come the off season, we are going to be changing up how we also run the program. I have actually put together segments. I, and I'm so happy. And <laughs> I'm so happy for that. Cause now we're going to be able to organize stuff. Um, it's it's stuff that I feel like is going to help us take our show to the next level. And yeah. 
I, it's, I think it's going to be good. It's like we're going to have uh, our opening segment like this is going to be called Pace Lot. Because we're kind of warming you up. We're warming you up a little bit. And then we're returning with, I feel like it was a favorite over on the driver's seat. I don't know about I'm you guys. <laughs> but we're bringing back checkers or wreckers that we did on the driver's seat. But we're changing it up a little bit. And this is where you guys, the drivers, the fans, everyone who's listening, this is where we want you to get involved. Every Sunday, every day after after race day, send us your fan-submitted discussion topics about what happened at your track. Give us as much storyline as possible. Uh, I will read it off or Megan will read it off and we'll go back and forth. Checkers, you like it. Wreckers, you don't. And guess what? It's We're just going to create opinions. And we're going to have discussions about stuff that you guys send us. This is purely Ontario based. I don't care actually where it's from, from racing. doesn't matter mm-hmm. if it's, if it's British Columbia, if it's Texas, if it's Maine. I don't care. Mm-hmm. You got something you want to show, tell us. You want us to, to discuss something, send it, send it to us. Um, that's going to be in, like I said, uh, in the new program, not new program. Cause it's, it's still the same show. But the yeah. new pro, the new format, I guess you call it. Um, yeah, we're still gonna have our fan question period with our guests. Uh, we're gonna go in the last lap. We got an outro that we finally, re- I finally written down. <laughs> so that way, whether it be Megan or myself exiting the show, we do have it written down. <laughs> so it's a, it's been a busy week. And the other thing too now is they can also find us on TikTok. Yeah, I was excited to see that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm I'm gonna be taken away from my own stuff on TikTok. But like I feel like it's kind of necessary. And like you're gonna be a content creator for us if you're cool and, with that. Yeah. So I got no issues with with you know. You're going to have the, the stuff to be able to go out there and, and do what you do. Because <laughs> I like what you do for TikTok. You do, you do a great job with them. And like I say, if you want to, if you don't, just tell me. Just tell me, John, shut up. I don't want to do it. I'm like, all right. Oh, I, I'll do it. I, <laughs> I really do mind to entertain myself, to be honest. <laughs> oh, I... So if it entertains someone else, and that's, that's even better. I, I just figured, you know, maybe maybe we, we got like, I think I have like 29 drivers up on that list uh, uh, in our driver section, which took mm-hmm. me forever to find them all, get the pictures I want to use. Yeah. Oh, my God. It, I feel like there's a lot where I'm missing out on to help these drivers, and that's what I want to do going forward. Um, And, you know, like I said, we want to get the show better. I want to make the show better. I want. Megan and myself to do better so we're we got lots of awesome things coming our way definitely and like I said Megan knows may or may not depending know how much we got really going on um because until it happens I kind of keep it quiet that I'm doing it yeah I, I'm bad because I'm like oh yeah you know that's what I'm thinking don't talk about it next thing I'm like hey check this out or, or you do tell me and it just slips my mind and then you go to mention it and I'm like, 
what? And you're like, oh, I told you about this. Oh, did you? <laughs> I guess Don't you worry, did. No, I, I feel like no <laughs> one's listening to the show because of me. So I'm okay with that. <laughs> I just feel like that's a Rob Twitchy comment right there. Like I'm, I already know I'm going to get a comment for Rob on that one. So, yeah. you know, I'm only going to clip this and put it on TikTok before he has a chance to say anything. <laughs> just, just to get that out. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, but, Megan, anything else going on in your life like that you want to talk about? Um, not really. Other than, yeah, it was, it was a, just a wild night at Flambro. I mean... That first feature was exciting for us, but nerve-wracking. I mean, I've, I've never watched a pure stock roll. Like, I've seen videos, but I witnessed Moses barrel roll. And that's another thing I don't want to see ever again. It was horrifying, and I think I cried. It was just scary, but it was just this weekend was wild is the only word I have for it. Yeah. That was... I, I saw the you, you you showed me the roof cam from Moises' car and you know Alex Stewart posted a video of uh, uh fan fan submitted video um, of the incident and the per, the best thing about it is the glad to see Moises walk away because that yeah. could have ended out a lot worse than what it you know just then losing a car. Or and I gotta give him, the car. yeah, I gotta give him credit too, because like this guy got out of the car. I don't even think he stopped to look at his car. There was nobody else actually like involved in this. It was just him. Nobody else took any damage, but everyone that was stopped around him, this guy got out of his car, walked around, and asked everybody else if they were okay. I'm like, sir, do you not realize what you just did? Like you were flying through the air. Like you pulled a Ricky Bobby and, like, and you're worried about everybody else. Like that's yeah. sportsmanship though. Oh my God. Yeah. Glad to see, you know, like I said, glad to see him, you know, get out of the car. Glad to see, you know, that was awesome to hear the fact that he went around and checked on every other, everyone else. So that that's great to hear too. Mm-hmm. And that, like you said, that's great sportsmanship. Like how the hell can you go wrong with that? I watched them like someone came over and sit, looked at the car and goes, you're not getting this fixed tonight. They pretty much said, mm, want to bet. And they went to town on this car. Like I took a video of what they were doing. To, I don't even know what they were doing, but <laughs> it, it was almost like toy story when like one toy's broken <laughs> and everybody just swarmed and like, they're all doing stuff. And like Moses went back out for the second feature didn't complete the whole thing. He only did like one or two laps, but still. Hey, you got it back out there. God, like you just, you hit the wall and you rolled and you still came back. Like that's, oh my God. Like race teams are a different breed, honestly. The <laughs> s- support that people get yeah. in the pits. You may show up with two guys. You may show up with like 12 people. But when something goes wrong and you're good friends with a lot of them, mm-hmm. you're going to have 20 or 30 people, if not more, from other teams. What do you need? What do you need? What do you need? Like helping out, taking off tires, changing upper control arms, doing whatever they need 
they need to get that car back out on the track. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's more important now than ever, especially with the way the car counts are. Definitely. We want, we don't want to see cars wrecking and come, you know, sitting on the trailer, loading up and going home. We love seeing the fact that they, we, I love seeing 20, 30 guys get around a car and pick up the pieces of a broken car and get it back together and get it back out on track. Mm-hmm. That's, that's camaraderie in the pits. And I love seeing that. There needs to be more of it. Yeah. I'd, I'd, uh, was someone always, I can't, I don't know who it was, but someone said, I'd rather beat you on the track than beat you when you're on jack stands. Exactly. Like, that's to me, like, that's, that's a perfect way to, for that. Definitely. Um, but again, glad to see everyone walk away. A lot of, a lot of scary things happen. Uh, you know, it was it was a rough night for a lot of people. Um, I wasn't there. I was in Niagara Falls enjoying the hill <laughs> and uh, enjoying some Antica pizza, which oh, never disappoints. <laughs> it never disappoints. Nope, it's always good. <laughs> I, I joke and I'm like, oh, this is like a little prelude because we're all going down in November. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this is kind of like a prelude for us. I'm like, I was like, oh, I'm I'm gonna try to get us back down there for October. Yeah. I want I because after going last year, I'm a sucker for ghost walks. I really want to go on one. Oh my god. Like I don't I don't know if I have to figure out like get us all like in a I don't know. I want to get all of us down there for one. I think it'd be fun. It'd be really fun. Like either like Niagara on the Lake or the uh, uh, Fort George one. Yeah. Either or would just be are, are, like I, I've been on the Niagara on the Lake one and that one's fun. Yeah. Fort George one. Got to uh, gotta check that one out because I want to I've heard some good things about that one. Yeah. Apparently, if you're like, if you're open enough, you'll see shit. My sister would end up seeing stuff. So would my dad. Uh, I'm, I'm the person that's too closed. I I don't want to see it, so I don't. <laughs> <see> it. <laughs> Jack, Jacqueline, last night she couldn't close herself off. Oh my god. We uh, I made I made a comment too, and that's the worst part. <laughs> yeah, that like, could you imagine the timing of like how this happened? So like we were passing like the Laura Seacourt house, like yeah. go, like on our way to Niagara on the Lake, because whatever for whatever, like our thing is is that we always go to the falls, spend as a late night there. Then when we go home, we just go nice casually drive down into Niagara on the Lake, go out you know go through town, and then uh, there's a stop sign. You turn left, and it'll take you pretty much like straight to the highway. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we just you know we we did that and <laughs> um yeah we were just uh so we did that and I made a comment I was like man wouldn't it just be weird if like you you know you just see this dark figure walk in front of the car and I just drive <laughs> through it no instantly boom she's like John do you see that fog. <laughs> no i do not out of like nope twice that happened last night 
one going by the Dolores Secord house, she instantly got sad. Like she started crying. Oh. Yeah. And I didn't know this. And then we're I'm like, she's like, Oh, are we near the fort? And I said, Yeah, we're near the fort. I'm like, it's just through these trees. And she's like, okay. I'm like, why? She's like, oh, no reason. We come out. She's like, I got major goosebumps. Mm. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, she's like, is it foggy up ahead? I'm like, no. I'm like, no, it's not. <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I'm me being the prankster I am, I'm kind of like leaning over and trying to see like maybe it was just her window for whatever reason and i was like no you're you're clear you're good like she's like no john this is this fog up ahead i'm like no there's no fog i can see all the way in niagara lake at this point like (laughs) (laughs) oh my god so i love her to death i i like i said i want i want to go i want to go experience some some of that stuff because it's Mm -hmm. it's just so interesting how I, I'm also I also love history, so that that helps me a lot. Yeah. Um, but on that note, I say we uh, we get your dad in here, and yeah. I get off the mic for a change, <laughs> and I'll, t- I'll let you take over for the rest of the show. I'm ready. All right, let's bring in Rick Mitchell now. Okay, everyone, we're back now with my dad <laughs> rick mitchell now i don't even know whether i say like rick how are you yeah. i'm like dad how are you <laughs> so i'm just gonna go with dad because i feel like hey yeah also dad how are you i'm good i want to say thank you jonathan for inviting me on for no your problem. 73rd episode i i know megan megan mentioned it and i was like since rob will got to do 69 you can do 73 i got no issues with that i'm happy to have you on here thank you so i don't even remember now what i told him i was gonna ask want me to read you my notes (laughs) (laughs) i gave him questions so he wouldn't know but i mean i guess we'll just start like beginning of like where you where you began or actually you know we'll start with where your interest came from where your interest in racing was from my interest sparked in like 1970 my family moved to a house at nels corners on the property of cuga speedway and we got to watch the races every friday night so that's where it all began for me as soon as i watched them guys race and i knew that's what i wanted to do <laughs> see i feel weird now i don't know if i'm supposed to watch in the camera look at you <laughs> <laughs> this is such a weird episode because like we've i don't we (laughs) only on the driver's seat once is when we had you and caitlin together and now you're interviewing someone and it's just (laughs) (laughs) yeah okay but um all right so where did you get your first start in racing like what track what car i got two stories for that actually the first time i drove a race car i was in grade seven and my dad was like the maintenance guy at the track at Hugo Speedway. So during the middle of the week, one of the late model drivers by the name of Harold Linney wanted to come out and test his car. So I was there watching him and I got to talk to him, tell him how one day I wanted to drive a race car. So he let me take his late model out. One of his pit crew sat in the passenger side and 
we did about five or six laps around there and it was, I think it was a Gran Torino. Hmm. It was pretty exciting. Hmm. And so my first start in my own car would have been, uh, I think 1978. My dad bought a partially built Volkswagen Beetle and we got it from, uh, I think it was Neil Slack and forget who the other person was. They started building it. We, we bought it from them and finished building it. And we ran the mini stocks at Cuga Speedway in 78. Hmm. And I mean, I feel weird. I, I set up these questions, but I already know the answer, but I guess nobody else does. <laughs> so I'm learning all this for the first time. So fair enough. I guess do you want to tell them where the number 73 came from and have you always ran 73 or has it changed? Well, number 73 came from Kenny Reimer, 1970. When we were watching the races and he was my favorite late model driver. So first opportunity that we got to race, we picked number 73 and we've always used that number until 2006, it was already taken. So we ran Dell Sr.'s number three on the car for, I think it was six weekends. <laughs> yeah. I think that's what we came to the conclusion. And I mean, I feel bad when people sit there and tell me, oh, well, you should pick your own number. Stop taking your dad's number. Too late. <laughs> <laughs> I have an attachment and I have success with it too. So. Oh, yeah. Absolutely right there. Yeah, just runs in the family pretty much. Exactly. Um, oh, I'm kind of jumping ahead now. <laughs> but I mean, you've had a lot of different cars. So like, do you have a favorite one? I do. The favorite, my favorite season would have been, I think it was just like 1992. We ran the B Challengers at Flamborough. And it was a 1977 Chevelle. And it was just, it was kind of like a modified street stock. Really. We were allowed to, you know, cut the springs and run Hoosier racing tires and run the, the old, they called them double bump heads, the fuely heads, 300 horse heads. So those cars were pretty fast. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> we ran that at Flamborough. What about... I know we, John, we just talked about Jucasa. So I'll bring that up because I know you, you raced that Kyuga Speedway when it was Kyuga Speedway. Do you have any stories about that? I didn't write this question down, so you don't have curveball. When we ran the minis at Kyuga, it was on the small inner track that they had. And uh, what was it, maybe 92? 9192, I think we ran, they called it the Outlaw Thundercars. So we ran there on Sundays at Cuga Speedway. And it, it was such a thrill to be driving at Cuga Speedway to begin with. But just I something I always remember was coming out of corner two at Cuga Speedway, there was this dip in the track. And if and if your tire just went into it, it just kind of cashed it towards the wall a little bit. So you had to be on the inside or straddle out and dip in the track. But a lot of my 
one of my favorite memories from running that year was the opportunity to race with uh, like Harold Brown. He ran Outlaw Thunder Cars that summer. So it was a lot of fun to be able to race with somebody I watched when I was a kid. Yeah. Um, before I go further than that, so your, what, your final full season before I was born was 92. Yes. When would your first season have been? Because I don't even know that. Like you mean it? In the mini socks? Yeah, like in any, like your first debut, I okay, guess. Okay, so that, that would have been 1978. We ran the mini socks at Cuga. And then uh, we went to Flamborough one night and, and seen the, uh, no, actually, you know what? We, we ran the minis at Cuga. And then we had gone to the Paris Fairgrounds one summer and they had a mini stock mm -hmm. class there it was actually a horse track and they were racing Still there and so we went there we we bought it we bought a car from bob slack it was a datsun b210 and that was a it was a nice car it was basically a late model chassis with a body hanging on the roll cage and mm -hmm. it was a lot of fun running there so like pop quiz, I didn't write down this question either, but now I'm curious. How many different cars have you had and do you remember what they were? Mm. <laughs> oh. I remember the first was the Volkswagen Beetle. Then we bought, I think it was a 69 Chevelle that we raced in the street stocks at Flamborough. That was my first year at Flamborough, I think it was 79. We had the Datsun B210 we bought from Bob Slack. And uh, I think we had the uh, 1977 Cheval that we ran in the B Challengers at Flamborough. We got out of racing for, I think it's like 92 we, was our last year to race at Flamborough. And we didn't get back into it till 2006. And I had built another car for 2006 and I built it pretty much the same way we built the 92 car, which was a B Challenger. So by the time we got to the track with it, found out it was so outdated, it really wasn't competitive. Mm -hmm. But we ended up putting it in a wall, corner three and it. It was done. So we got like six weekends of racing in 2006. So what was, I mean, okay, I told him that I was going to give him the questions I was going to ask, but like I come up with more as I go. So sorry. <laughs> but what was that like? Like to be out of racing after 92 and come back in 06? Just coming back in 06, what really stands out in my mind is it's really disappointing for me because. The last year we ran Flamborough, we were very competitive. And now we were just not competitive. When you're getting the flag to get out of the way, the fast cars are coming. So maybe it was good. It was just a six-week season for us. Yeah. That was even like six consecutive. It was broken up into like 2006 and 2007. Yeah. Like that was two different seasons. But um, 
Okay, so then you were off between 92 and 2006, ran a bit in 2006, 2007, and then you were off again for a while, um, and you got back into a car in a pure spot. That was one question I figured I wasn't going to submit it. It wasn't letting me submit a long question. But um, like, what was that like a transition from running a V8 rear wheel drive car to a four cylinder front wheel drive? It was, it played on my mind at first when we first got the car. And because I thought, I didn't know how we were going to set up front wheel drive. I didn't know if it was going to be the same as a rear wheel drive. So in the end, I just decided let's just do what we would do if it was a rear wheel drive and see what happens and worked out pretty good. You and Chase and the Sunfire. Car mm-hmm. seemed to work pretty good. So yeah, I was, I was nervous about it at first, but pieces kind of fell in, in the right place and yeah. worked out. So then what was it like getting back into a car in general in this year for the first time since 2007? Let's go back to 2019. True. Like you and Chase were in the car for the last three weeks of the season. And I was taking the car out practice days on Tuesdays because you guys weren't sure how to describe what the car was doing. So I had to jump myself to figure it out. So I got some experience in the car, but when we got into the car this year, I was so nervous because even though I had experience driving in the front wheel drive car, I forgot what it was going to be like in the traffic. Mm-hmm. And I was pretty nervous about that. So that's yeah. why we, Pretty much took tail in the first two weekends just to, to get the butterflies out of my belly, I guess. Mm-hmm. So overall, so far, including the pure socks, what's been your, fa- your favorite car? My, I mean, you guess you said your favorite car. Yeah, the few. We had so much fun with that. Mm-hmm. Um, so how did it feel when your kids... <laughs> decided that they wanted to drive a race car i was thrilled (laughs) it was it was good to see you guys interested in my interests and it was a great opportunity for me to get back to the track and involve the car Mm -hmm. i like the science part i always said if i could never drive a car again i love the science part of it of setting it up and making it faster and watch you guys improve every week So it kind of leads me into my next question about how how did it feel to coach? I don't know how to coach us and sit back and be the crew chief the last couple of years. It was it was fun. It was exciting. As you know, we had some nights where <laughs> you thought the car was a bag of dirt, <laughs> <laughs> and I thought I had it set up pretty good, but. <laughs> We had our ups and downs with it, but mostly it was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Great learning experience to see you guys improve with your driving skills. This will be a dumb question. Do you like being the driver or the crew chief better? Definitely the driver. 
I'm loving this so much. Like, you're not getting me out of the car next year either. That's <laughs> what no. I said to someone. Like, you're not, you're, you're not getting him back out of the car now. It's not happening. Like, Chase and I are on our own. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Like, getting back into the race car, Jonathan, it makes me feel younger again. I mean, the blood flow, maybe the blood flow of excitement, but I just, I feel so more alive. Mm-hmm. Honestly, watching you race, I, I was just super excited as soon as Megan was telling me that, you know, you were coming back out. And I was like, yes, you know, it was, it's going to be so cool watching you. And then, you know, to see your progression since getting back into the car and seeing how well you've run, it, to me, even as a spectator has been, amazing like i make sure to get up there and watch as if if i'm available to i make sure to get up there and watch the pure sock features just so we can watch you make lads because you're out there having fun and i just you know last year you know last year we we seen a smile but like this year we see like a glow about you when you're at the track and like you just came off the track you're just you're looks like you're just having so much fun and and i love seeing it absolutely you just describe it perfectly. That's exactly how I feel. Even, I mean, we're still having a, a cornering problem with the car, but it's just, I'm so happy to be back in a car. It's just, I'm not even bothered by it. You know, we'll figure it out, but just having a great time. Mom wants me to ask, how old are you? <laughs> 29. Just to throw that in. Yeah. <laughs> but, well, by actual age or how do you how old yeah. does he feel well i'm 65 years young <laughs> but i feel younger <laughs> I honestly i would have never guessed the day i were 55 that's what i've always said i wouldn't have guessed that <laughs> i already know those. <laughs> <laughs> i can't make those <laughs> thoughts no i i i would have never guessed 65 like i forget how old i am sometimes so i don't even think about it (laughs) i don't want to think about it hold up hold up here we go i know there's nothing at your age but we need to know who's the oldest winner is at flamborough speedway yeah because i think at 65 that puts a pretty good run at it definitely of a feature winner so i mean I don't know. Maybe we'll have to reach out to Gary and see see if he knows of a. All right, guys. Sorry about that. Uh, we had a little bit of a technical difficulty on my end on the recording side. Uh, we are going to jump back into our conversation now with Megan and Rick. Let's go. All right. <laughs> I'm sorry about that, guys. That was absolute crap. I don't. <laughs> okay. It happens. I don't even remember. We where just we... forget where we left off. Yeah. Yeah, that's why we're just gonna jump right back into the next question and then we're gonna go from there. All right. All right. Like any of the questions that I wrote down for him, I already asked, but I guess I w- we were gonna talk about uh somebody asked me a couple of weeks ago what sparked the thoughts of putting me in the car instead of Megan and Chase this year. And it's kind of like it goes back six, seven years, really. I was in a car accident six, seven years ago and got an injury from that. 
and uh, was always, I had cancer, throat cancer before the car accident. And then after the car accident was the COVID, which was kind of cool being in a coma for a week. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I didn't know they were going to put me in a coma. So when you wake up and you don't know where you are, it's pretty weird. (laughs) That's like the biggest trip you've ever been on at that point. Right. Where am I? Oh my God. <laughs> we were trying to convince him to tell people that that while he was in a coma, that his like his spirit was out and about visiting yeah. people. And stuff. Like, I, maybe we shouldn't play those games. No. But anyway, <laughs> so we just kind of looked at it like that was three strikes. So I always wanted to get back in the car. So I figured this was opportunity. Like. Life's too short. Absolutely. I think it was Adam Ross that said it. He's like, well, you already had the three C's. Cancer, car accident, COVID. Time to give back. Yeah. 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 I'm just saying that we got checkers to that one. Look at that. You know, I got four C's. That's it. That that was another question, I guess. In, In... What's word? Slide in with that. So now that you've been back. <laughs> oh my god! I'm sorry. That was like I. I, I don't know how to put it. But that was like the most like weirdest way to ever like have a segue, like. Segue. I think we are just going to slide in with that. I'm sorry. I I, I know I'm not good with my words. I stopped being good with that after high school. I wasn't even good with it through college. But yeah, there's no English involved. Not literally. Well, there was. I just didn't do very well. Oh boy. Yeah. Yeah. No, I just speak toddler language, so. I don't need to matter. It doesn't matter to me. Yeah. <laughs> I can't even talk. <laughs> but anyways, now that you've been back in a peer stock, how has your season been going? Season. Season, yeah. <laughs> so we've been at it for a month. And the first two weeks was to get used to the car, the traffic, the nervousness but I feel more comfortable in the car now. So I'm feeling a lot better. I'm just wishing for more, better handlings, a little more power. There's always room for improvement. Yep. But we touched on it earlier, but I said I was gonna let you talk about it, about this weekend and what went down and how did that feel? Well, it was great getting a second place finish. Uh, it, was, it was sad for Nick Ramsey that he got DQ'd, but it worked out good for us to <laughs> yeah. get the win. So, I'm not going to decline it. Yeah. But um, but how did that feel? Because I know Mom and I were pretty emotional. We got the news first. I seen you guys coming back from the tower <laughs> and just the way you was running and bouncing, I knew <laughs> there was going to be a change in the finishing order. <laughs> so 
I don't know. You know what? I was really happy. I wasn't as excited as everybody else, but I was really happy about it. <laughs> I don't know what it was, but. And I mean, you went into this weekend pretty, I don't know the word I'm looking for. Well, I got up Saturday and I took your mother to work and just driving from Caledonia to Cuga, I just felt that mood where I'm going to wheel it tonight. I could just feel it. Everything just felt good. You know, I just, I didn't have any butterflies previous to going to the track. Just, oh, felt good. Mm -hmm. Worked out. I mean, usually, you know what it's like, you're on your way to the track and you're so nervous and get a track and you gotta go pee 10 times before you even sign in <laughs> i i knew he was feeling good because him and i are the same way we don't eat on race days especially if we're the ones driving and he one of the things he said to me was <laughs> i'm feeling so good about today this is like before the race he's like i'm feeling so good about today i could eat right now <laughs> <laughs> i'm like wow wow <laughs> wow and you got that <laughs> yeah i'm like I, I understand that i don't i'm the same way i don't eat i'm even when it's him or chase in the car i just i don't eat on race day because it's okay so I've heard, I've heard this from multiple different drivers now like what do you mean like you don't eat like you don't have breakfast lunch and then you eat after the races like what i get up in the morning and i'll i might have a coffee or iced coffee usually but i just my nerves are so wound up i just i can't eat because i just feel like i'm gonna throw up my nerves yep. are just so tense so i won't eat until our second peach is done and then and i'll get a something to eat at the at the track <laughs> but uh but yeah last night it was we pretty much unloaded the car and it's like i think i could eat a hot dog i'm hungry <laughs> Not eating has nothing to do with like side weight or anything like that. Like <laughs> <Yeah>. it's just <laughs> I figured it didn't. <laughs> just in case anyone listening wondered, it's it's that's not it's just it's nerves. Yeah. Like I think everyone thinks that race car drivers are all like I don't know, like Iron Man or something, which we kind of are, but there's still there's still nerves. I don't know. I think it's normal. I've heard a lot of people say it. And then there's others that don't. They'll still eat. I think I talked to Alex about that this weekend. And I think he's one of the ones that he, it doesn't affect him. He just, he'll eat. I can't. <laughs> I, I can guarantee you right now, I'd be one of those guys where I, I'm like, I don't give a damn. I need it. I get I'll be one of those guys who be like waiting in line with the helmet just above the head, just eating a flan burger before going out. <laughs> <Yeah>. like, <laughs> that would be me, I guaranteed. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. Uh, wow. So, Rick, I got I got a question here for you. So, how does it feel for you being a driver still, as well as you know? you have that race that driver mentality but how does it feel knowing that your children want to race and are competitive as well when they are behind the wheel how does that make you feel feels good i mean i said earlier having these guys like megan and 
Chase drove the car last year. Yep. Uh, Rachel is get, hoping to get an opportunity to get out there one day soon. She's got to fight us for it. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we, we've got another cobalt, about 80% built, and we still, we stripped the Sunfire. And we've got enough parts, we just need another Sunfire, and we could throw together another car, so we'd have a three-car team. So just a matter of, uh, we have to get a place of our own and have a shop that we can work during the winter. So yeah, finish these projects. But yeah, it, it feels good that these guys are interested in doing what I do. It pulls me back into that mode of getting back into the racing scene. That's good. Happy year. I I can't say that he made me sign it, but, <laughs> but he was always worried. And I could tell that's what it was. Like he wanted a way to get back into it. And like, he was worried that I was going to like get a boyfriend or something and I was going to be uninterested. And I, <laughs> I wrote a whole contract. I think they sent it to me the other day. I don't, I don't know where it is or I'd read it, but I pretty much said that like I wrote, I Megan Elizabeth Ann Mitchell promise that I will like pretty much that I will never fall out of interest with racing and that <laughs> I won't let anybody or anything take me from it and all this stuff and that that if I ever do that dad's allowed to take my car and he's allowed to take this and that from me and I signed <laughs> it and everything like <laughs> I don't play no games <laughs> oh my god that's hysterical you might have been in public school or high school when you wrote that I don't even think I was in high school yet <laughs> Like I was like grade six <laughs> and it, then he made me wait until I was done college to race. Yeah. No, that was a I smart just... dad. Make sure you get your schooling in first. Exactly. I'm happy about it. <laughs> I still got to do what I want to do. So now with, uh... sorry, go ahead. I feel guilty sometimes that I know Meg wants to get back in the car so bad, but we started out this year, I was only going to test the car, <laughs> try to get it set up for, for next year, right? Figure yep. things. We we're really just going to take it out one time for our registration sake. Like, you know, yeah, car and all, but yeah, once I got out there and got a taste of it, it's like, oh man, this is just too good to quit. <laughs> oh, I, I just imagine him just like getting it, uh, climbing into the driver's seat and just going, I'm back. Yeah. yeah. Like that's <laughs> that's all I imagine you doing. <laughs> Pretty much it. <laughs> I think this is the first time we've ever had a, a father-child duo winner on the show. So Megan got her first win last year, and Rick got his first win of the year this year. You know, it's how, for both of you guys, how does that feel knowing that, you know, you you both have a win, you know, almost a, a roughly a year and a month apart from each other? Yeah. How does, how does that, Rick, how did you feel about Megan's win? And then Megan, how did you feel about Rick's win? I thought it was pretty cool. Meg got hers sooner than I got mine. I think she got <laughs> her second week or third week, third race. But yeah, I, it was pretty good. It was nice to see the 73 car 
do the victory thing again. <laughs> I mean, I <laughs> I think the whole time I was hugging him in tech, I was crying. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know if I was more scared or what, but basically I said, I'm like, I felt like an idiot because I'm standing over in corner two watching these final laps go down and I'm gripping onto the back of Chase's sweater to the point where I'm gripping onto skin. <laughs> and like, I probably left a good in- indent in his back. And then I have like this stone that apparently helps with like worrying and stuff. And I'm sitting there holding it in my other hand and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like rubbing the shit out of it. I look like a total idiot and there's a kid sitting in front of me turning around staring at me and I'm like oh my god (laughs) I look so stupid (laughs) but I was so freaking scared (laughs) the last laugh always scares me especially when the car is starting to feel a little bit loose I felt like I had to push it a little bit harder getting into the corners Spencer Rydell was coming up pretty fast I'm behind me so I figured I got to just try to get a couple more feet ahead of me if I can do it in the corners and car was just kind of hard turning it last night so I'm thinking I see that white flag come out and I thought come on car hold up one more lap one more lap that's awesome is he you know I, I love hearing about wins like because one, they're a big part of the sport. That's what we all thrive to be. We all try to be in the in the winner circle. And you know, for you just to be able to like, I need a little bit extra out of that car. And you know, that little bit extra, even though you didn't get the checkered flag, you didn't get the interview in victory lane at the time, you know, you 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 still came away with the win. You still you you, you know what that's it. Next time y'all get to the track, get, get down to victory lane afterwards and do a proper get a proper one in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, when we left the track last night, I turned to Deb and I go, uh oh. She says, what? I says, we can't have any more wins. We don't need any weight. <laughs> <laughs> right. Because if you get two of them, you start to adding weight in there. So, yeah. Oh, boy. Um, I think we're out of time because we're going to, we're not out of time. We're, we're going to jump into our fan question period. But once we come back from the fan question period, I think we're going to dive into some more racing stories. Um, I think I got a good way to get us into that stories to, to get Rick opening up. Cause I, he, <laughs> one thing, Rick, I love talking to you about is, is your old stories that you got. And I love how just random they come about. We could just have a random conversation. Like, so you remember that <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I'm sitting there like if I had a bag of popcorn I'm just sh- I'd be shoveling in my mouth <laughs> at that point because to me I just love listening to them uh so let's let's dive into our fan question period as as you saw earlier today we put out there that you were coming on the show we got a few questions ready for you ready to answer them okay all right the first one comes to us from Ian Hedwin 849 on Instagram he goes how did you get into racing we kind of already touched on that but if you want to add, allude to it or add, add anything extra go feel free yeah, just a recap. It was my family moved to Nell's Corners at Cuga Speedway in 1970. And living right on the property, we got to watch the races every weekend. And I loved what I seen and loved 
wanted to do it. Isn't there something about a bus driver? Or am I just like, is this like a fever dream? I thought you talked to me about a bus driver. <laughs> For what? <laughs> I thought a bus driver was a race oh, car yeah, driver. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When I was in grade one, we lived in Decoosville, and my bus driver was Sam Rounds. So, I mean, I didn't know he, he, he drove race cars or built race cars then, but I thought it was pretty cool that once I grew up and found out that Sammy was my bus driver. Was yeah. I didn't know that. I just remembered something about a bus driver and <laughs> the race car driver. And I thought it was Ken Reimer that was a bus driver. <laughs> it wasn't Ken Reimer. <laughs> Anyways. So the next question comes to us from Rob Twitchit. Which one of your children is your favorite? <laughs> I'm going to give you the boring positive answer. That- I'm proud of them all equally, but I'm going to have a smart ass, smart ass answer and say that uh, I'm going to have to say I'm like the favorite because I'm the biggest kid of the bunch. So. <laughs> Although Rachel and I discussed this question earlier pretty deeply, and we came to the conclusion that out of the three of us, the favorite's Rachel because Rachel never drove that Sunfire off the track all beat up and gave him work to do on it. So if we go by that, Rachel's the favorite. <laughs> yeah, that's was Meg's response. It depends on who hang <laughs> the car up the most. Yeah. <laughs> and the uh the last one comes to us from Megan Mitchell. For some weird reason, she submitted her own question in. But like she's on the show. So like I <laughs> so Megan, you can ask this one. How many mosquitoes does it take ah. you well? <laughs> um, Meg was five years old and she made up this joke. Oh god. Just out of the blue, she says, How many mosquitoes does it take to eat a whale? I says, I don't know. She says, lots. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Comedy material. Oh boy. Hey, Megan, don't quit your day job. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, that wraps up our fan question question period. If you guys want to submit a question, wait till next Sunday and to find out who is going to be on our uh, podcast. Oh, not next Sunday. Two Sundays from now, because that's going to (laughs) be Ash Dickey. That's who it is. That's who our guest is in two weeks. Um, So if you guys got questions for him, submit them on September 11th, starting at noon to our Facebook, Instagram pages, and uh, we'll ask Ashton the next time he's on. So, uh, yeah, Rick, thank you for answering those questions and taking the time for them. Thank you for having me on. Uh, so this year you're running a throwback paint scheme. Uh, let's. Why don't you talk a little bit about it? Yeah, that comes from my favorite driver, late model driver from the 70s, was Ken Reimer. He used to race a 1969 Beaumont, which was matador orange with a black hood. And nobody makes matador orange. You used to be able to buy it Canadian Tire. They don't sell it anymore. So we just went with the brightest orange we could get. It was cool with the matador orange because my first street stock was a 69 Cheval and I had painted it 
to look like Ken Reimer's late model. And we bought the Matador Orange and under the lights at Flamborough, as it goes under the lights, the paint would actually go orange, red, orange, red, orange, red. So it's kind of a neat paint. Mm. So that's that's why we did that. Um, okay, that, you know that makes a lot of sense. Uh, but okay, so now I want to jump into because this this is the first I've ever heard of it. What was the inner track at Cayuga? Where like where like how was it set up? Because every footage I've ever seen of the track, there's never been an inner inner track. So explain to us how, where that is or where it was it was part of the front stretch okay so if you're sitting in grandstands looking out onto the track it was yeah i'm not even sure what size the track was but like part of the front stretch was its front stretch and then it was a flat track yeah i not sure if it was still there when they ran the races and they used it as part of their pit you know the cars would come in to do their pit stops Yep. That's pretty pretty much what it was. Well, you've been to Oswegan, right? Yep. Were you at Oswegan when they had their small inner track? No, I never modern? was. I watched it's, it on GeForce, though. Okay. Well, it's pretty much the same idea as that, a smaller inner track. Okay. Front stretch. Okay. Yeah, I, ne- when I never knew that. When you're talking about uh, the paint scheme, I wanted to say, what was the photographer's name that came up to talk to you? And asked us you if we were related to Ken Reimer. Was that Peter? Peter Anderson, yeah. Yeah, he had he had asked um, if we were related to Ken Reimer. I didn't know if anybody would even recognize the paint scheme for you know 1970. So it was kind of neat that he'd come up and ask this. We're related to Ken Reimer. No, just a fan. <laughs> just honestly, honestly, like that. If you guys were running a full season and it, and it was like that, I think it would have been uh, definitely. I think feel like it would have been a contender for um, paint scheme of the year, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Because one, you guys make sure that car looks immaculate every time it goes out, and I know how much effort and time you t- put into that to make it look that good. And and when it rolled off that trailer at the at the market that we that we were a part of back in July there I was like damn this is this is a good looking car thank you um now with only uh actually there, there's a, you have like, I know you have you're such a you have so much stories to tell um I, you told me so many and I'm blanking on them Cause like there's, they're so good to talk about. Like it, you, you told me about the Ken Reimer about, you know, the pain scheme. Uh, what, uh, okay. So here's this one of which, what has been one of your favorite battles to race? Who's been one of your favorite people to race against on track? Hmm. I think it always comes to mind when we ran the thunder cars at Kiga Speedway. Was uh well, well was Harold Brown, but one of one another experience that I remember was when we ran the B Challengers in '92 at Flamborough. It, it was great running with Jimmy Nagy. Running, I remember we ran a 40 lapper Invitational, and 
we got pull and I'll let every lap and coming out of corner four, Jimmy just got me by a bumper. So it was, it was pretty cool running him. Who was the other one that you talk about? Because he's told me stories about one guy that they used to race with. And I don't remember if it was Kugar or Flambrough, but they said that dad and this guy were basically the show. Like you could, they got so close, you could put a paper between their cars. Oh, that was <clears throat> in 92. Uh, we got called up into the tower after the races one night and got politely scolded. It was <laughs> me and Greg Campbell and Dave Salt. And uh, they told us that we put on a really good show, that we put our cars in holes that aren't big enough for the cars, but we need to calm down a little bit. <laughs> so. Oh, wow. Yeah, which it's, it's funny when I hear these names because I recognize it and then I find out that they're not even guys that I've raced with, like Dave Salt would be Carl Salt's dad i think so yeah but I, I just find it cool to see the like generations absolutely it's it's that's the thing is is as much as we want new people to come into the sport it, it's always the general the um generations that continue on with the sport so like you know rick has yourself and chase and you know rachel as well to really carry on that torch of the Mitchells in, in motorsports here in Ontario. Um, Carson Nagy has the Nagy name. Lane Zardo's got the Zardo name. Salt has the Salt name. It's it's those people that really help carry the sport in, as each generation goes on. So, um, you know, that's, that's what we really need. That's what we need to continue. Yeah. Well, my hope is before I hang the helmet up, I want to – have the opportunity to race on track with my kids racing. Yeah. Kids and seven. But that's my end goal. Next year. Oh, that's definitely one, uh, one goal I feel is achievable is achievable. And I think between yourself and your kids all on the track together, I feel bad for, for Debbie being up in the grandstands because she I guarantee she'll be a nervous wreck. <laughs> yep. and, and i know debbie's in the background so debbie do you want to confirm that for us yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah she'll she'll be a wreck <laughs> well, so, someone send a security down there to help. get get, get kaylin down there get everyone down there just to... oh man Jason, I don't break out into a fist fight or something. <laughs> <laughs> Do that though. <laughs> I wouldn't fight my brother. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't know. I think you would. Depends. It depends on the day. It really does. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Um. What What's been one of your? Okay, so here's another one. I haven't. I don't think I've ever asked this one. Have you ever had any rivals on track? I don't think <laughs> I've ever asked that question to anyone. So that's a good question, though. We should start asking. I we should. 
I don't know if we had like, like a weekend to weekend rival. Uh, I mean, I, we were just talking the other night about how it was in 92 with the, with the challenger division. And to me, it was, it was pretty rough. You know, the, the black flag didn't really get used that much. I almost felt like we were allowed to, you know, well, I mean, we used the bumper on each other, but it was to move a car out of the groove. We never put a car in a wall or put them in the infield. It was just to move them up a groove so you can get in the inside, but it's kind of hard to do that with these front wheel drives. They react so differently. I feel like I just I took mean, over. I remember racing in 92 in the, in the challenger division. There was myself I lived in Hagersville at the time. Mm -hmm. And my neighbor and friend, Terry Thorne, he raced in the zero nine car and Jeff Sutton. I don't know if you remember him. He used to race Flamborough. He was, uh, what number was he again? He's going to kick me for forgetting. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. I mean, the three of us lived in Hagersville all within throwing distance, you know, and, uh, we were, we were, we were friends, but once we got on the track, we were competitors. So, you know, we might put the bump to one another off and on, but we were always friends at the end of the night. Really is the way it should be. I mean, that's the way it was with Scott and I and Kyle and I. Although Kyle was too nice. Kyle would never put a bumper to me. Unless it was accidental. Number eight. number eight. Yeah, Jeff Sutton was number eight. That's right. <laughs> I love how we have a little like fact checker there in, in Debbie just sitting off in the background. Yeah, that's yeah. right. <laughs> I, I appreciate you, Debbie. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what? That, that's, the, that's, the, that's the thing is whenever you, I always, that's the one thing I've always noticed about drivers. If you're a good driver, when you put that helmet on, you don't you don't think about any of your friends. It's it's like what I always say with, about the the mask by Jim Carrey, that, that involves mm -hmm. Jim Carrey. Every time he puts you know the mask comes on, what happens? Completely different person. All y'all little racers, y'all are the same. Mm -hmm. And the, the only reason I know that is because every time I put a helmet on and I go go kart racing. <laughs> I'll wreck my own grandma if she's out there. <laughs> I, I, I will stuff her into the tire wall. I got no issues. See you at Thanksgiving, Grandma. <laughs> I'm gonna shove you so hard you I'll see. <laughs> oh man. I, I, I feel bad if anyone goes go current with me. It's funny because we've talked about it before because I think dad and I had a discussion like maybe a year ago about like when we do race together, what are we going to do when we're both competitive and we're both running around around each other? Are we going to take it easy on each other or are Please we going to battle it out? Like we're, we're just another person. And I told him, I'm like, if you ever go easy on me, I will be furious. Like, don't take it easy on me. I'm not your kid out there. Like, just send it, race me the way you race anyone else. <laughs> I want to feel it. <laughs> and I mean, I hope Chase does too, but. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so here here's okay. So here's a question then. We know we know if Rick gives, gives an easy. Okay, so how about let's reverse the roles. Reverse the roles here. Rick, if Megan was leading, coming to the check or coming out of turn four, you got your nose in there. Would you bump? Would you spin her for the win? No, I wouldn't. No, <laughs> I wouldn't. It's really hoping you say yes. I might, I, I might try to <laughs> ease her over a little bit so I at least keep up the and have a drag race to the finish line, but I wouldn't turn somebody to win a race. Oh, you're a lot nicer person than I would be. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's why I'm on the mic and not in a race car. <laughs> I feel like I'd be getting too many black flags. Racing at uh, all these different tracks in Ontario, though, though, Rick, what has been some of your, what has been one of your best memories at any of the tracks you've been at? First thing that comes to my mind is 92. There was an invitational at Sobble Speedway. And I think it was Jimmy Nagel was telling me about it. He said, we should bring our car up. So we took our car out that weekend. And, and he, I remember him telling me that don't be disappointed if you don't qualify for the feature. There's you know, a lot of good cars that run at Sobble. So we, just, we went, went up just to have some fun, go to the beach and swim. And, and who was it? Bruce Bennett running the track back then. He let us camp at in the campground at the track for the weekend so that was pretty cool and uh we run the we run the first heat i think it was and that tracks like one and twos not banked as much as three and four but we just went with the same setup that we would have run flambrel the car worked pretty good so i think we got a second place out of our qualifying heat and I forget where we finished in the feature but we made the feature so it was good it was fun absolutely now uh now with uh in next year and this this is i'm gonna i know i have the solve hat back there but let's just say it's just magically on my head right now <laughs> with with doing the media stuff at for solve will we see you you make a, tr- a return trip up there in 2023 it's a possibility we've discussed it so yeah it's a possibility all right well i'm going to take that hat off now and put my true north racing podcast hat back on i don't know why i just feel like i have to like ask like certain questions about certain tracks because like well, I, I, I do have another, i do have another memory back okay uh, it was the year we had the Volkswagen, the mini stock. Okay. It was actually, it was the second year. It was 79. It was when I bought the 69 Chevelle. Started running the street stock. And I spun out in the front stretch at Cuga, and the pack divided me, and they all missed me. And the last car coming around hit me head on and just totally destroyed the car. So, it took us about a month to find another car and rebuild it. So we got the mini stock back out with asphalt tires on it and decided to take it to Humberstone Speedway and race dirt. So everybody was laughing when they seen our, our tires. We didn't know what was so funny, but <laughs> that night was memorable because we rolled between one and two over the embankment that night. 
and uh, it was a pretty steep embankment back then. But we rolled sideways twice and once end for end and ripped my seat out of the floor. Oh. And uh, I'm just sitting there. I'm, I remember we had a light hooked up so that the engine shut off. This red light came on, so I knew it wasn't running. And I, all I remember was kind of grabbing myself and ducking my head, and I didn't think it was ever going to stop rolling. And caution never come out. They finished the race because it was about two or three laps to go. <laughs> Jesus. I, my cousin come running over. He was helping me in the pits, and he's unbuckling me and pulling me out of the car. And I, I think I was still a little confused about what had happened. He's pulling me out of the car. So it was pretty, pretty interesting night. And is that, that is that the only time you've been on dirt, or have you been on dirt since? Uh, other than Paris Fairgrounds, yeah, we ran ran a season there. It's a little different kind of dirt track, but yeah, it's more of a, a gravel kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just the one night at Humberstone. So I've always, you know, I've always wanted to have an opportunity to run the Thunderstocks at Oswegan. I just kind of think it might be a little out of our price range. I mean, I, I don't. I don't want to just go and have fun. I want to have fun, but I don't want to just have fun. I want to have a competitive car, so we'll just keep doing what we're doing for now. You know what? You never know what's going to come up. You never know what's going to happen in a year from now, two years from now. And who knows? You may just get your wish of being able to get out there and and be competitive in a street stock. Yeah. I mean, I I love the BH, the rear-wheel drives, just totally different animal. Oh yeah, I would I would love to get out there and just rip one around. My off topic of that because I just thought of it and it's my favorite story. What was the one about you getting into a race car with crutches? Oh yeah, <laughs> we were my parents were putting uh, these shingles on the roof of their house and they had they were doing some some work around the property and there was a big pile of dirt beside the house and. My mother came out and said dinner was ready and everybody's racing to the ladder to get it down first. And I thought I would just jump off the roof and land on this dirt pile and beat everybody. And <laughs> I landed on the side of the dirt pile and my oh. ankles just snapped and I fell backwards and rolled down. I fractured my left ankle. Whatever. I, I ended up with a cast on one of them. Your gas pedal foot. My gas pedal foot downstairs. <laughs> so, so when we we were sitting forth in the points that year, so, so I, I I knew if we missed one night, we were going to fall back a lot. So we went to the track with the cast on, and because the cast didn't allow my ankle to flex on the gas pedal, we duct taped about three tea towels on the bottom of my shoe so I could straight in and out off the gas pedal. And during practice, I started getting a cramp in my leg. It was just too heavy. <laughs> so we took a couple of bungee cords and put them around my ankle and underneath the dash, pulled my leg up. So it was pretty cool that night. We won our heat. So I get out of the car. Dave Frank's doing the pictures and 
so I had to get out my crutches, you know. <laughs> we, had, we had the crutches in the car, so when I got out the car, I could get back and forth in the pits. Oh my god, I love that. What's wrong with this light? Spirits. <laughs> oh. <okay. laughs> oh boy, let's not get back into that topic again. <laughs> Oh man, um, I I think we're gonna pause it, the conversation there, Rick. We're gonna definitely get you back in here another time, and we're gonna uh, continue on with the conversation and talk to you more about your racing stories. Um, and you know we'll we'll try to get you back on for next year, and on that way, uh, we'll f- let you finish out the year. We'll let you uh marinate kind of deal over the winter <laughs> that's just kind of weird uh, <laughs> um well we'll get you back in and we'll uh we'll dive into some more racing stories how's that sound that sounds awesome all right uh rick is there anyone you want to thank for getting you here tonight well you know i want to thank you for the work you're doing with jomo media and uh rachel with her graphic ink designs She's doing our decals and hero cards and made T-shirts. And uh, Lift the Visor, Jerry Elliott. And I guess one of our main sponsors is MRC Racing for all the financing. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Is there anyone else you want to thank? I got to thank my wife, Deb, for having the patience. (laughs) For tolerating us <laughs> spending the kids' uh, college money on race cards. <laughs> <laughs> I think they considered a good trade, eh, Mick? Very. <laughs> I mean, I'm still in, in debt for OSAP, but that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but race cars are life. Exactly. <laughs> all right rick well considering we pretty much give a shout out to mrc racing pretty much every week on the show to figure out where you guys are racing we 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 can cover the social media stuff because megan (laughs) that's all megan's forte right there eh? (laughs) right yeah um i guess rick thank you so much for jumping on with this week for episode 73 of the true north racing podcast um, we wish you all the best in the rest of the 2022 season and we look forward to chatting with you soon. Awesome. Thank you. All right. Have yourself a good night now. All right, you guys, I was driving the number 73 pure stock at Flamborough Speedway. That was Rick Mitchell. That was definitely a lot of fun. I liked having your dad on. It was, uh, he gave different perspectives of it and I liked it. Mm-hmm. He's, he's got a lot of perspective on like the old school racing versus today. So it's, I like to hear those comparisons. I didn't realize, even though he he ran on and off for, for years, I didn't realize how early he actually started. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, that's, to me, that, that was the cool part about that. It wasn't until, you know, the fact that you, y'all were living there on, on the property of, of Cayuga when he first got his taste of racing. And, and ever since then, he's he's been hooked. And, you know, that that's just awesome right there. Mm-hmm um yeah how did you feel about it because you are our main interviewer 
I honestly, my biggest thing was like, I didn't realize how much it would mess me up to be doing it from the same computer as him. So I'm like, I don't know if I should be asking you questions and turning to look at you or looking at you on the screen. I don't know if I should be calling you Rick or if I should be calling you dad. <laughs> I feel disrespectful to say Rick. Richard. Yeah, but I'll call him Richard E. <laughs> Yeah, that was, was uh, fun. it was fun. It, it was good. And, you know, we're like I said, we're still just expanding on you to make sure you can. We, I want you to take over, not take over, take over because I don't, you know, I, I like talking, but so we, we both have a, about an even time talking on the show. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, I, I, it's, it's always fun doing this. And I like mm-hmm. just giving you topics and just like, here, do this. Yeah. I enjoy it. Um. So yeah, that's that was that was that. Like I said, that was a lot of fun having your dad on. Um. So just for everyone, again, we're off next week, September third, fourth, but mm-hmm. we'll be back September eleventh to record with Ashton Dickey, uh, mini stock racer at Oshawa Speedway, which is funny because that's going to be our. Have we talked to any dirt racers this year? I want to say no, but I'm scared that I'm gonna like be forgetting someone and someone's gonna be like, "That's what I'm thinking what? too." Well, we talked to Rob Twitchett. Yeah, we did talk to Rob. Uh, do we really count him in the mini st- in, in, as a dirt driver? <laughs> I'm not gonna get it on that. We did talk to Cameron Thompson. That's true, yeah. I'm just going back through our list here. Uh, Dale, Dale Millar did. That's true. He did. Uh, yeah, that's that's been it for this year. Hmm. Wow. I feel like we're slacking. Well, I, I'm in. Yeah. I got to reach out to a, a sprint car driver this week um, to see if they would like to come on for a future episode of the show. Uh, is Don't worry. It's the same one I showed you a picture of last week. Yeah. I figured, <laughs> yeah. So, sorry. No, my, the, this cat was just acting stupid. So that's what that face was for. <laughs> I don't know what she was doing. Oh, boy. Um I don't really have much else for y'all today. Tonight, I've been very, uh, like I said, I, it's so weird because I'm usually very open about talking about stuff about like what we got going on in the background or whatever like that. But like right now, I just want to keep everything a secret. Yeah, because like I don't want to give everything away. Mm-hmm. But I think for our final episode, we are going to do a giveaway. I'm down for that. We're gonna do. I'm gonna get a shirt sent in um, and we're going to do a giveaway with the signed tumbler. Oh yeah. Yeah. I still have that. Nice. So I got to get a few more drivers to sign it. Uh, pretty much all the Delaware drivers. <laughs> yeah. Are the only ones that need to sign it. I think just trying to think here. Yeah. Cause Alex was there. Cameron was there. Brandon, Victoria, you, your dad. I was going to say my brother, but at the same time, like fun fact last year when no 2019, we were sharing the car, like 
every night. Like he ran one feature and I ran the next. This kid had someone come up with a checkered flag and say, who drives this car? And Chase said, I do. As I'm walking towards him, he signed the freaking flag and then quickly shooed them away, not allowing me to sign this flag. Oh, you know what? Game on. <laughs> uh, oh, Keelan. Keelan needs to sign it. Yeah. And the rest of the CVMs. Like Jay Pepin. Right. Connor Ross, Adam Ross, Rob Twitchett. Carly and Westwood. Will- Ricky Williger. Yeah. We still got quite a bit to do. So uh, we're going to do a giveaway for the last episode of the race season schedule, which will fall just after uh, autumn colors on Labor Day, or on Thanksgiving weekend, Labor Day. I'm, yeah. I'm, uh, <laughs> next weekend is bike giveaway at, or not bike, backpack. Backpack giveaway at Flamborough Speedway. And September 24th, we're doing a change for change event at Flamborough Speedway with the Young Drivers Canadian and Modified. Uh, gotta do, gotta do some digging. We gotta figure all this out still. There's a, a we kind of made a mini committee between Scott Tonelli, Rob Twitch, and myself. So we gotta figure out what we're gonna do. Uh, if we're gonna invite all the cars out, classes, whatever. And uh, yeah, well, we gotta see what 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 goes on. So. Uh, once we get more information about that, that'll be announced so in the coming weeks. Uh, but yeah, next week is Backpack Night at Flamborough Speedway from, from the Young Drivers Canadian Modifieds. Currently, we have 12 backpacks. Holy. 12 lucky kids are going to go back to school with a brand new backpack, some, two, some uh, school supplies, uh, notebooks, pads, pencils, racers, markers, crayons, all that wonderful stuff to get you guys ready for back to school. Uh so that means I'll be back at Flamborough Speedway next weekend. And I'll also be at the Paris Fair on Sunday, I believe. So stay tuned for that. Um, Megan, you taking the week off? You coming back to Flamborough? Um, we will see what the bank account says. <laughs> That's always paid. a de- determining factor. So I don't know. Honestly, I, I might just stay home. And take yeah. a break from like my especially towards the end of the year. Um, my nerves get really bad. That's understandable. So when there's a break, I, I'll take it. Yeah, so that's understandable. Might, might just hang out and then hopefully we all go to the Paris Fair. Yeah. Well, I'll we definitely keep you in touch on that. Um I'm going to bring up my notes here so that way we don't forget anything right now. Uh, So I'm going to use the new outro. We're going to try it out tonight. Let's see how this goes. All right. Uh, Thank you guys for listening to the True North Racing Podcast. Stay up to date on everything going on with us by following us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Don't forget to like, comment, share, and subscribe to keep up to date on all the latest content. For Omega Mitchell, I'm Jordan Morrison. See you guys next week. Bye now. See you guys.